another episode of Pro-Am Disc Golf. I'm Gavin Goodwin. And I'm Chris Telesbo. And I'm your amateur. And I'm your professional. And uh, thanks for joining us again. We really appreciate it. Uh, rate and subscri- rate, <laughs> subscribe on whatever podcast app you want to listen to. We're pretty much everywhere. And tell a friend. And if you uh, feel so inclined, leave us a five-star review. Um, we'll leave us a review. Make it five stars. But if you have comments or you know anything you'd like us to share, just you can write whatever negative thing you want. Just give us five stars. Yeah. And then you know, in the text, tell us how bad we are. But you can also uh, email us proamdiscgolf at gmail dot com uh, or hit us up via Facebook or Instagram. Yep. And we are going to go into some people that have done just that. We're going to start with a question via Facebook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is from Kelly Remy, I think is how you say that uh, via Facebook says, this is a putting question. I recently tried having my hand at the 12 o'clock position with the disc between my hand and my body as I start my putt. It seemed to give me a lot more spin and speed to my putt. I throw a combo push spin putt. Does this seem like a good approach? And um, I don't know where Kelly is. Oh, he's in Olympia, Washington. Okay, so not super. I don't know. I don't think it's super windy and here in the tree. So, um so for me, well, let's let's both take a crack at this, but I think I'm going to go first because I think it's going to be pretty quick. Uh, if you feel like your putts are going in more often doing it, do it. Uh, that, that's that's kind of where I am with it is if it's working for you, keep keep doing it. What, what, what say you, Chris? I think that's the perfect answer. Um, as I understand the question, I if I'm wrong, I'm sorry, but it sounds like you've moved your hand from maybe like 2 or 3 o'clock up all the way in front of the disc and kind of like locked that wrist to putt. And I think that will help you generate more spin because spin comes from that wrist action. Sure. So if you load the wrist more, you can spin it more. Yeah, it helps. We're holding putters now because yeah. it helps. So hold it like a putter, however you putt. But now put your wrist all, yeah, all the way in front. So to throw this, you could just wrist spin. Just wrist. Yeah. Versus trying to spin from here, you're not going to get as much. So I think the hand at 12 will give you more spin just because you have more loaded wrist. Um, as far as if that's a better approach to putting, I have no idea. I don't know you. Um, I think Gavin kind of hit it right. If it feels good, if you can repeat it and if it works, you're doing it right. Yeah. The only thing that I would say is it seems like that's inside the circle. You're probably going to be just fine with that or even a little closer, uh, outside of the circle. It may be hard to control. Like if you're trying to kind of see if you can sink it, but you know, hopefully get a good layup out Mm -hmm. of it. It might go a little wild. Like it might just be a little harder to control, but I could be way off. Um, let us know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you've been doing it. I think you, you wrote it into us a couple weeks ago. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not a huge spin putter. I mean, I'm, I'm also a combo, but mine's probably more push than spin. I don't know what I am. You, you probably, probably push. Yeah. Well, you've yeah. seen me putt, yeah. but I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Spin putts look like this. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm more yeah, of a push. Just wrist. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm definitely, I don't know how you can putt without spinning. I guess, tur- like, I mean, it's, other it, than it's like always going to spin. Yeah. But spin putt is um, more effort on spinning the disc, like a throw almost. Yeah. Whereas push, push putt is use your arm and I guess legs the, and get The one thing that I do want to point out here is if you're trying to turbo putt, but keeping the hand at a 12 position between you and your body, <laughs> uh, which I'm doing right now. Yeah, it's just not going to go. Not so, great. Yeah, I, I, if you can make that work, then then that's fantastic. You should probably take up like freestyle frisbee. Um, oh, that's really hard. But, uh, 
Yeah. So if it's working for you, keep doing it. But also, thanks for listening. Thanks for asking. And uh, yeah, let I, us know. I really think the, the best putting advice anyone can give is if it works for you and you can keep doing it, you're doing it right. Yeah. Putting is so personalized. And if you feel better about more spin and more consistency, awesome. Keep doing it. Well, and we've talked about some previous episodes, and I'm admittedly the amateur on this show, but. Uh, I don't think this sport is established enough and old enough for there to be an absolute right way and an absolute wrong way to do certain things. And so I think that's still evolving. And while there's definitely ways that work better (laughs) and certain things that are, you know, certainly seem to get good results. Yeah. um, I don't think that there's been enough time and enough people playing and enough different things tried for there to really be like a, a set rubric like there is with a, with a traditional golf swing or, playing tennis or skiing or even bowling you know there's yeah. a there's a way but you but, know then yeah. there's the happy gilmars in the world yeah but all of rules. those sports have unconventional form that are very successful absolutely yeah like absolutely. i taught myself how to bowl i look like a monkey when i bowl but i do okay yeah i'm a terrible bowler by the way oh um i <laughs> i uh one time i went bowling and i literally uh had a pretty good i don't think i got a strike but i knocked down a lot of pins the problem is, is they were on an aisle a oh, lane over wrong lane. like it bounced it bounced over the like off mine over the gutter and down that lane. that's so much harder to do than you think i i'm I've tried. sure I've tried. yeah I, I think it was because i did a bounce pass with like an eight pound ball and it just bounces yeah well i think it was probably more than that but yeah yeah not not something i should have done uh impressive really well you know i'm if you put the, I've managed to gutter ball when the rails are up, oh, <laughs> like when gosh. it's just like that two feet down at the end. Yeah, I like bowling, but I'm terrible yeah. at it. That's good. It's fun. That's why this isn't pro am bowling. It um, could be though. It, I, I, it could be. I, I mean, I'm be, not professional. But it'd be am am bowling. It'd be am better am. <laughs> yes, I like that. Okay, we have another question, Chris. Uh, you want to read that? Yeah, I've got it up here uh, from Matt. Um, from Switzerland, living in Texas. This is via Gmail, right? Yeah, this okay. is at the Gmail. Um, he said the scene in Switzerland is pretty small, not too many courses. And he's asking us if money and time wouldn't matter, where outside the U.S. would we like to play? Also get merchandise because he wants them. So, okay. And bingo. we talked about that. Well, hopefully we'll have something, announcements coming about that soon. Um, yes. Likely it'll start with discs or minis or something. Um, but yeah. yeah. So uh, do you know... Any international courses? No, but I do know that there's some scene in like Finland and, and places. And I've seen like little bits where they're playing around castles and stuff. And I think those are more temporary courses. That, that might be Kono Day. Could be. I don't know. I feel like there are castles in that video. I don't know. Um, okay. I think, I think, oh gosh, I don't even know. I don't but know what that course is. I, I think this one was like a, like an urban, like oh, okay. temporary course that was set up kind of thing. Like, look how cool this is. Okay. Um, but it could have been like more of a permanent course or maybe they made it permanent. I don't know. Um, so I'm going to turn this question for me into where are places that I think they play disc golf that I would like to play it. Uh, so like Scandinavia, that yep. whole area, yeah, Huge. Norway, like that would be, I think it'd be great to go down there and play. Uh, it also would be interesting for me to play at sea level, but I can do that a lot easier than going to Norway. Um, <laughs> but would it be better? No, probably not. No. Um, no, like, yeah, I've seen, I've seen enough, like little bits of bits and pieces of those courses that they look amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, Australia would be really cool. New Zealand just cause I haven't been down there. Yeah. Um, so 
yeah, I think my next big like international trip <laughs> would probably be like New Zealand. Okay. Uh, it'll probably be with my wife. And maybe I can bring a few discs if I can find a course that I can sneak away to for a little while. But it's definitely not going to be a disc golf trip. Yeah. Uh, but what about you, Chris? Where would you play in the world? Uh, wait, wait, wait. Sorry. Let me back this up a little bit. Uh, so where would I play in the world? Wherever I can. Yeah, everywhere. Good answer. Um, I'm going to take it a little bit more literally. Okay. Because it says wouldn't matter or which course would you like to play. Uh, absolutely Yarva. What it, is Yarva? It's in Stockholm, Sweden. It's a disc golf park course and it's, you'll, I'll find you footage or something cause it's just incredible. Okay. And it's kind of not unanimously, but close to agreed on is one of the best disc golf courses in the world. Um, I've heard that from pretty much everybody who's played it. They all love it. So I would love to, um, now is that because it's just beautiful or it's, it's, it's well, well designed, it's or? well maintained, it's beautiful. And it's in a park. Um, kind of it's in okay. like the park style though. Yeah. But no big. Oh, big. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, ha- I heard rumors that it closed or is closing or coming oh. out. I don't know if that's true. I don't follow that as well as I should. So if it's gone, I'm sorry. If it's not, hooray. Well, but if money's not an issue, you'd say I'd put it back it in. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, we'll find you footage, though. It's beautiful. I'm sure you've seen it, Matt. Um, well, if it's gone, from- do you have a second choice? <sighs> so we'll go back in time a little bit. I really wanted to play the Japan Open before that died. Um, so there's a rule a law, I guess in Japan that you can't throw things heavier than 160 grams cause they're weapons. So it was all 150 class and lighter discs for a PDGA event. And that just sounds like fun and it's on a golf course and it also looked like awesome. So that'd be my backup, but I yeah, don't even know what that rad. place is called and I don't think it happens anymore. So it, that's an interesting law though, that you can't throw anything that weighs over 160 grams. Mm-hmm. It's a weapon. I think that's, I mean, that's again, I could totally be wrong, heard. but that's how I understand it. Yeah. But, I mean, I've seen an ultimate disc turn in, or just a catch disc turn into a... a the razor blades. Yes, that can easily oh. decapitate a man. So <laughs> so bad. Yeah, that was a weird documentary. Um, <laughs> yeah, but Yarva, obviously. Cop-out okay. answer, but it's I'm a fan. Well, there we go. Uh, Good question. Yeah, Thank if you, you guys have you know courses that you like around the world, let us know. Um, especially if there's courses like near us. You know, Again, we're in the Mountain West. We're in Salt Lake City. But if there's yeah. courses around us that we should play, let us know. There's one in... Oh, I can't even remember the name of the town. That's supposed to be really pretty along, I think, the Green River in eastern Utah. Green River? Maybe. Yeah. I think that's what we call it. Yeah. Uh, that I've heard is really a great course and not busy at all. But it's just the the city put one in because they had land and decided to do something with it. And uh, That would be a... I yeah. mean, that's not like a, a world-class I've thing heard, that I've I want to go, fun. but like it's just a few hours from here. So, yeah, I'd like to go play that one. Um, okay. So we've got, uh, something, a little treat coming up for everybody. Uh, Chris, Mm. why don't you tell us what's right next to you here on the table? I have one of my disc golf bags with me today. So we're going to do an in the bag, crystal lesbo in the bag. And I didn't really prep this. I have a bunch of random stuff in here and I'm just going to go with it. All right. And yeah. So precursor, we live in Salt Lake. It's like 4,500 feet. I play most of my golf here. Or in the mountains. So my Utah bag is very different from my bag when I travel. So this is my Utah bag. And then when I'm done with all these. Yeah, altitude bag. And then when I'm done with these, I'll tell you what I add when I go to sea level. Okay. So I don't keep them in order and I don't carry too many discs. um, But for sake of this, I'll put them in some order. 
If you want to hear my in the bag, it was a few episodes ago, and I do carry a lot of discs. So Sam, I wasn't sure why I was carrying. Okay, we'll go. We'll go slow to fast. Just all right for a secret reason at the end here. Okay. Um, so my putter, putting putters, I put with deputies, um, dynamic discs, deputy. They are uh, pretty shallow, kind of low profile, very glidey, pretty understable. And they just feel great in my hand. I like putters that do the work for me, so I can just kind of pop it up and it'll fly straight for forever. Um, I'm also kind of unique in that I don't carry a matching pair of putters. Um, I carry one for in the circle and one for throwing slash jump putting. Um, so they're a little different stability. And if I lose one, I can deal with the other. Just beat in is why the stability change or they're yeah, different plastics? They are different plastics. I putt with prime. Okay. And I throw classic blend, which is classic medium. Okay. So it's a little bit softer, a little bit stickier for sh- throwing. And the prime's a little bit chalkier and doesn't stick to my hand as bad. So no matching putters, but I love them both. My current putting one is a nice green bursty with a whale pants stamp on it. Love you, whale pants. Um, yeah, big deputy fan. Okay, throwing putters. Um, I have a classic blend slammer. This one has seen some... Oh, this is a prototype slammer. Yeah, this one has seen some dirt, seen some miles. It's probably when did the slammer come out? It's been around last for a while. year. Oh, really? Was that recent? Yeah. Okay. I think, I think it was last year. Okay. Maybe two. Um, but proto slammer, um, I kind of cycle through these. I always have at least one. Um, when they're new, they're very overstable. They never have glide, so it's one of my favorite upshot discs because you can just really get behind it and it's going to stick where it goes. Like it just falls out of the air and it's amazing. Um, backhand and sidearm, just favorite throwing putter probably. Okay, other throwing putter is the Maiden. We talked about this a little bit a couple weeks ago. Yes, and this the week is the before. New and trilogy the, Challenge disc. And so you can't find this in stores yet. Yeah, go support your local Trilogy Challenge. Get yourself one of these. It has not come out of my bag since it got here in the mail. Um, it's like if you beat up a slammer until it doesn't fly anymore, that's where the Maiden starts. So these two like stack perfectly next to each other except the maiden glides much better. Okay. So I can throw this as hard as I want and it's going to flip up to straight. And if I don't start it turned over, it hasn't turned over on me yet. So very much point and shoot. I love it. Check out your trilogy challenge. Yeah. That's, that's saying a lot that you, you haven't turned one of those over unless you've intended to. Mm-hmm. It's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. It's replaced a couple other throwing putters for me. What so. did it, what did it replace? Um, it's a little bit more overstable than my Makana's from latitude. And it's a little bit glidier than my Marshalls from Dynamic. Okay. So you put those two together, you kind of get a Maiden. Except it's shallower in the hand. And that's all the putters I carry. So mids. Um, right now I have four. It kind of changes all the time. Um, like I said, I change my bag for every course I play. So some days it's empty, some days I forget things. I just throw stuff in for what I think I need. Um, this one, though, is always in the bag. It's the first batch of Emac Truth that came out. So this is, I think it's a hybrid, um, and it is beat to something far away. Um, it's my turnover disc. Uh, no matter how I throw it, how hard, how far I need to go, I can pop it up and drift it right that distance. It's absolutely my baby. I don't even let people throw it. Like that's. How I much, didn't even know you had this, and I love Emacs. That's how much that one means to me. So sorry, friends. You can throw other stuff. Yeah. No, that's but, a. That's cool. This is a. So I mean, it's stamped team dd like team Dynamic. yeah that was this is the prototype yeah i can i mean i could check the date of when i got it because it's on instagram but yeah it's you beat up an emac for a long time in a fusion or a hybrid plastic and it'll impress you um yeah i absolutely love it 
Um, I have another EMAC in there right now. Uh, pretty little purple sparkly lucid. That is a nice looking. Um, this one is basically brand new. Um, like I said, they change all the time, but Emacs been one of my favorite discs since it came out. This one's significantly more overstable, so I can hit this one hard and it's going to go straight with maybe some Heiser finish even. Whereas the old one just drifts right and finishes right and soft. So that's huge Emac fan. I throw them everywhere, especially local park courses where nothing is too far. And I'm, I'm noticing most of these are pretty much max weight. Yeah, everything. So I'm not, I'm not super picky on weight. Um, if it's above pretty much 170 for drivers and 175 for mids, it's good enough. Yeah. And I don't really notice a difference. Um, like I'm, I don't even know the weights of these. Just Let's for, finish up, but then we'll, yeah. Heavy, heavy enough. Um, yeah. So two Emacs. I have a Fuji in right now. It's um, a good disc. It's amazing. It's very, very similar to Vertix. Um, and I put this in when I got it as the proto, however long ago that was, and it stayed. So I didn't expect it to. Yeah. I thought I'd miss my Vertix, but this does everything a Vertix does, and I love it. So good job, Fuji, for hanging around. Yeah, that's. I liked the Fuji quite a bit. You can hear about that on a, when we reviewed yeah. those. Yeah. Okay, and my last mid-range is a Justice. Absolutely have to have one always. Um, that is a rad-looking disc. I lost my favorite Justice at the portal in the trees after we were done being an idiot. So I'm sad about that. If anyone finds it, it's Captain America half-died. I'll take it back. And I'll reward you. Um, but that was super beat lucid, so to replace it, I put in a Biofusion Justice. A little bit harder to find, but they fly just like... Um, Super beat up lucid, so a little bit straighter. Oh, that was me dropping a disc into my mic. <laughs> I used to, yeah, I used to call the bio justices my straight justice. So when I carry more than one, I'll have a lucid and a bio because the bios go straighter. This is a, just a rad looking disc that looks like marbleized. Yeah, it's, of the mix it's, of plastic. it's the green fusion with the black swirls in it. If yeah. you guys know your trilogy plastic, I've never thrown a justice. I'll have to throw a justice. Yeah, you do. I think I, I like that in my hand. They go left. Okay, that's it. Just left. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't need to throw a justice. <laughs> they know how to do one thing and it's get to the ground. Okay. So utility, but I love it. So super overstable. Yep. For mid. Okay. Okay. Fairway drivers right now. I have three. Um, Lucid criminal. Always have to have at least one. Um, I'm kind of a power player, not really a finesse player. So I need my overstable stuff to make up for my mistakes. I'll own it. Um, so always at least one criminal. This one is getting kind of old, getting kind of straight, but it's still so trusty. And I throw it everywhere, backhand and sidearm. It'll, I mean, it goes 400 plus. Anyway. I can vouch for that. Like when we play, you're throwing a criminal a lot. Mm-hmm. Definitely one of my most thrown. Um, next fairway, I have a hybrid getaway. Uh, newish from Dynamic. Um, the getaway is kind of like just a hair off of a felon to me. Um, it feels so good in the hand. I could probably get away with felons or getaways. But the way my bag has shaped out, um, felons fell out. <laughs> Sorry, bad joke. Um, and the getaways kind of stepped up to fill that spot. The Fallon's got away. Every time. Look at you. God, we're good. Um, but yeah, so the getaways kind of filled that overstable spot. They keep surprising me with how stable they are, at least here. I haven't thrown them at sea level yet. Um, but I can throw it as hard as I want, and it's going to go straight, and it's going to finish left. So if the Fallon's a little too much for you, check out a getaway. Um, they're... I, I just I love everything in my bag because it's all in my bag. What I'm noticing too is you've got a decent amount of well, and the next one coming up. Not to 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 ruin anything, but a lot of these are discs released this year. 
Yeah, uh, most of uh, not most. A lot of these are new molds. Like I think every batch that we've gotten, you've got at least one disc from the yeah Maiden Fuji Getaways this year. Yeah, and then my last fairway right now is the Musket, which is current this year. Like it's That's coming out right now. Trilogy Challenge disc. Yeah. Um, and to me, I mean, I th- keep in mind I throw kind of hard. Um, the Musket is the understable sister to the Getaway. Well, and I don't throw that hard. I'd like to throw hard, but I just don't. Uh, I love the musket too. Like it's a fantastic disc. Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it at lower speed be pretty straight to overstable. That was me. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you really get on it, it flips up and it goes right and it goes far. Um, it's kind of like an Escape Plus. I've decided it's maybe not quite an Escape Pro, but an Escape Plus, and it's like the perfect understable complement for me for my getaway. Yeah. So if I need to go far and right, it's a musket. If I need to go short and right, it's that Emac. But yeah, I did not expect to like this as much as I do. Yeah, it's a good disc. Like it totally just snuck into my bag and it's living there. So probably not at sea level, but here, absolutely. Okay. Uh, high speed right now, I have two. Um, one, courses here aren't very long. Two were at altitude, so I don't need very much wind fighting stuff. Um, first, the longest flying disc I think I've ever thrown is the Ballista Pro. I've been raving about this since they came out. And they, I, every time I throw it, people ask and I say, they make me look good. I don't throw that far. <laughs> That's how good these are. So if you're in the 400 plus range, grab a Ballista Pro. It'll probably add distance for you. Yeah. If you're not, it's just going to go to the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Though yeah. you can hear our reviews on that in a previous episode too, but. Yeah, there is yeah. there is a speed threshold where it becomes understable yeah. and goes far. Well, and that's kind of a nice thing about this show. I mean, I hope it. Uh, I guess that means that I always have to throw slow. But um, <laughs> yeah, what what do we do when you throw far? Yeah, you guys, th- your game is between Chris's and mine, pretty much guaranteed. And uh, the Blister Pro is just not the disc for someone with, you know, again, like three hundred feet is kind of where I'm where I'm really mm-hmm. reaching out for, and uh, it's I can't get that disc that far. So yeah. it I'm just a, goes straight down. I'm a huge Ballista Pro fan. Well, I've seen you throw it, and you should keep throwing it. Yeah. I actually have started rolling them as well. Oh. Sometimes I'll carry more than one, and they roll very far as well. So, Now, pretty, are you throwing that on just like a huge roller or mm-hmm. getting it down pretty quick? Uh, I, I throw my rollers in the sky, sky okay. rollers. So I'll do tons of turnover, throw it as hard as I can, let it fly maybe 200 feet, and then get down on that edge. Okay. And it just took off. Yeah. So. Big Ballista Pro fan. And then I saved the best for last. Um, I have one Enforcer in the bag right now, and it's a special one. Um, Alex Shelby, thank you, got this for me for Christmas last year, the year before, or something. It's been on my wall for a while, and I decided that it needs to be thrown. So it's a white Fusion Enforcer with Gumby and Pokey dyed on it. Uh, Greatest present ever. Um, But yeah, Enforcer is like overstable workhorse if i need to get left if i need to flex something it's an enforcer um it's, like i said one of my favorites but i'll carry several depending on where i'm playing so that's all the discs in my bag right now um i have four minis at the moment let's let's go through your minis i have a disc golf strong mini disc golf okay. strong if you haven't seen that check it out seth muncie runs some really good um strengthening conditioning warm-up cool yep. down Disc golf exercises. Fitness for disc golf. And then I've got a be great. Somebody, I forgot who, I feel bad. Um, in Idaho, I was playing in a tournament, I got pouty, and he had a disc that said be great on it a couple of years ago. And I was like, that's amazing. I need that. And he pulled out a mini and gave it to me. Nice. So it's a great attitude. It's be great. You don't need anything else. Uh, it says 
be great i am great.com be great i am great.com yeah all right so i haven't even checked it out he just gave it to me and it was super rad and it's been in my bag pretty much since yeah nice little, so, little mojo yeah so thank you for that and then i've got the mini i use the most often which is this nice little powder coated hand eye oh that's rad i haven't seen that before metal mini i use that most of the time um because it doesn't blow away and it's easier to move yeah i mean this doesn't even look like a mini it's just a big coin that's yeah. kind of like laser cut yeah it's super pretty yeah, that's really cool. So if you don't know Handai, check out Handai or Crispin. He does some cool stuff. And then my last mini is probably the most important. It's a metal mini judge, I think, um, with Eric Oakley's Team DD engraved on it. These They gave this to the team members? When mm-hmm. you- we got those for Christmas a couple of years back. Okay. I think two years ago. And Eric and I are super cute and traded. So I think I hope he still has mine. I still have his. Um, it's just... He's a good friend. I keep a few things with me to remind me of him. Yeah, those these are nice too. Like they're they're substantial, they're and heavy. heavy, and yeah. If you haven't seen the trilogy metal minis, check them out. They have a bunch of cool logos. Can grave. you buy these? Not with that logo. No, no, no. But you can buy yeah. a metal mini. Yeah, okay. they have tons of things etched into them. Oh, nice. Tons of designs, patterns. I didn't know that. I might yeah. pick one of these up. All sorts of fun stuff. Yeah, they don't. Well, like I'm gonna hold on. You can hear this. Yeah. Yeah, they're substantial. Metal they're, mini. Yeah, they're not going to go anywhere. Yeah, and the wind won't mess with them. Um, I have a rain jacket. I Sorry, ha- I just, real quick, story about minis that I just remembered because we're talking about minis from today. Uh, I, I'm pretty good at keeping track of discs when I'm not just unloading my bag. Like, you know, the discs that I throw, sometimes I'll throw two or three on a hole, you know, to see different lines, but I'm usually pretty good about knowing where those are. Mm-hmm. But I will just, brain fart my mini sometimes and just leave it on the ground. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I'm not the only one that does that. Been there. So today I was playing and uh, hold out and then drove, uh, was, you know, doing my approach shot, which was, it was a good drive. You know, pro- I was, I'm basically at the next pin mm-hmm. and uh, I realize, oh, I don't have my mini. So I run back. I'm looking around in the grass and I cannot find it anywhere. I'm like, well, I like it, but I'm not like, it's something I can easily replace. Mm-hmm. You know, I can go to play it again and get like a handful of them if I want to. Uh, but, uh, you know, I was like, oh, I'm kind of bummed, but you know, whatever, there's people behind me. So I, I, you know, went back all the way back to, uh, my bag and I looked down and there was my mini. I had hmm. marked my shot, but didn't realize oh, that I actually funny. used my mini to mark my shot. Oh, so I went looking for my mini and it was right where it, it should have been. in front of your foot. Yeah. That's amazing. That is a great story. <laughs> The things we do. All right. Okay. So you through the minis, what else have we got in your bag? You got um, a lot of stuff in your bag. I've got a Because it's a commander and they hold a lot of stuff. Yeah. I'm a huge commander fan. I have three or four now. I have. I have one and that's good. I have two or three out of bags and I have one in my DD Zuka cart that yeah. I take when I go play like ball golf courses and yeah. stuff. Um, I have a rain jacket and rain fly because we just played in the rain last week and I just never take it out because like I said, I don't take care of my what's in the bag very often. Um, I have all my bag tags. I've got Pyro, Heiser, w- Tunnel Runners, Wasatch, two local clubs and a national glass tag thing. That's pretty cool. I haven't seen those. Yeah, I think it's Pyro, Heiser. I think they they, ha- they were vending at GBO and a bunch of us bought them. They were $5 for a little okay. glass tag and they track it online. I mean, I have like uh, 1,000 something. So yeah, 1,149. Yeah, so there are a bunch of them out. And I guess, I guess you travel internationally, you can play for them. It's kind of a cool idea. So yeah, shout out to that. Um, I've got two towels. I've got 
two whale sacks. I have one super dusty one that lives in the bag, and I have one newer one tied to the top. That's um, that's a special whale sack tied to the top. Yeah, I have a glow star space that's whale the, sack. Yeah, Chris Telesbo signature whale sack. Yeah, who's that guy? Um, and then this is actually a special one too. I showed it to Tina not too long like ago. Like an Aloha print or dolphins? It's or? super like OG. Okay. Like it's from early, early whale sack days. So the shape has changed. And it's just so dusty. Oh, so it's just like an old, old whale sack. Yeah. Uh, If you guys don't know whale sacks, um, Tina Stonitis. Yep. It's her company that she, uh, uh, I don't know how much of it, it helps. It's her support. Like disc golf and that is her income, right? I think. Yeah. I think so. Um, So uh, they're. It's a grip bag. Yeah. They're filled with clay. Yep. Yeah. Like little clay BBs. And so when they're new, they kind of feel like this is a. I think it's called a sports sack. Kind of feels like a sports sack. Yeah. And then as you beat it up, it turns more and more into a dirt bag. So we all have kind of a preference of how much grip we like versus how much chalk we like. And you can pretty much beat a whale sack in to do any of that for you. Yeah. Um, and they the design lets you kind of tie them onto a bag really cool. So yeah. uh, if you tons of fun if you got wet hands, uh, like I the other day I was out playing with somebody. I I had a Crystal Lesbo signature whale sack and I got lost. And, oh. Uh, infinite sent me one like a grab bag like oh, a, cool. uh, not a not a whale sack but like a uh, one of these yeah one of those kind um and so there was a guy that just you know we ended up playing the same hole we didn't play the round the whole round with her just played a hole together mm-hmm. and the grass was a little dewy and he kept trying to wipe it off with a towel so i handed him that and he's like oh this is really nice so if your hands are a little wet when you're playing you feel like you're not getting grip on your your disc you need a whale sack or something like that mm-hmm. and, uh we like tina and so yeah. get a whale sack if you're if you're looking for something like that. Absolutely. Whalesacks.com is that her? Yep, I think it is now. Or just search Tina Stonitis whale sacks and yeah. you'll find them. Yeah. Um I also have an act- a sports sack in here, being dynamic. Um I pretty much only use this if all of the whale sacks I have get wet. <laughs> yeah. Um just not as much my thing. But that's fine. Um I think that's all the oh whoa, nope, nope. Somebody specifically requested and I almost forgot. Um in both both of my bags, the one in the cart and the one not, I have a little rubber pokey from Gumby and Pokey. It matches the disc, if you remember. Um, the story of that, when Eric Oakley moved to Utah, he had this stupid saying, like you would call somebody a Gumby if you're being dumb or annoying or anything. He just like blurts Gumby in everything. Okay. And so when he left Salt Lake to tour a little bit, I got him a little Gumby figurine to take as like a, a token of salt lake and then in turn i ended up with pokies it's like a cute little bromance thing nice so i always have a pokey in the bag and this pokey gumby enforcer is just a sweet little touch too um so that's the gumby pokey story eric liked to say gumby when i met him so i got him gumby stuff and i just sort of assumed the role of sidekick so yeah well, there you go uh what is, what is this um there's i also still have a a little rainbow ribbon tie-dye ribbon pinned to my bag um at gbo in the little memorial of matt mayo oh i'm not familiar with that oh disc golfer who passed in a traffic accident oh man um someone was handing these out so i kept it on there as a little token oh for sure yeah yeah so well that's pretty good i think that's all that's that's all that's in here now uh yeah i i will say uh, you didn't once say, I don't know why this is in my bag. So that's a, your, your bag is more organized than mine was. I do have a use for everything. Yeah. 
and right now, oops, right now it's at uh, 11 discs plus my putter, which is pretty normal for local stuff. Um, when I travel, I'll carry more. I'll have, you know, two or three enforcers, two or three criminals. I'll kind of stack up maybe two justices, all that overstable stuff. Um, the only thing that's not in here that I throw because I left it at the park and somebody has it for me is a uh, West Side Discs Queen. Mm. Um, very understable. Super fun to roll on quick turnover roller shots and all sorts of other dumb things. Like in a Kansas win last year, I thumbed it 500-something feet. I don't throw thumbers. It did a full barrel roll and then flew. It was cool. Like yeah. One of my yeah proud moments. I couldn't do it again, but it happened. Speaking of thumbers, have you thrown that epic I let you No, it's still in my car. It okay. was almost in the bag. I was going to laugh if it was. <laughs> um, but it's in my car. I need to get out. I'm actually kind of worried of what it's going to do. Like, I'll, I'll step up to a shot. And I'm like, I'm going to throw the epic. Wait, what if it goes over there? We'll, we'll go to the field. Uh, I need like a gigantic. I don't even know what direction it's going to go. I know. So tomorrow we're playing. Uh-huh. We'll go just drive over to Roots and then play at the, just do the driving range. Okay. That's a huge field. We'll make it happen. So it's a pretty big field. That should be big enough, right? I think so. Yeah. I just, I don't know what direction to go. If it's not big enough, then you need to get one of those discs. Well, I, like, I don't know if it's going to like. Just go that way or like corkscrew that way. I don't know what's going to happen. You can tune it to go either way, apparently. Yeah, we'll find out. It'll yeah. happen. So, And then we'll, uh, you know, talk about. Right. We should yeah. just. If there's any, like, is that the only, like, silly disc? Because that would be kind of a fun thing. It's just, like, just gimmicky, stupid things. Play around with an epic. Or, or, or just, like, review gimmicky. St- like, the, I saw the thing online oh, the, that was, like, the disc golf trainer. Yeah, I forgot what it's called. I don't know, but it's like a rubber band that you pull off the door or something. And yeah, the the muscle stretcher. Yeah, yeah. What's, I I think it would be cool. kind of fun to, <laughs> to try one of those out. And, yeah, and, and review make it. you stronger. Uh, if you can, if you want us to review your disc golf related materials, uh, send them in, and we'll happily do that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't know if anybody you know that's listening to us makes anything or has any ideas, but uh, if you do, that'd be great. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about something real quick. Okay. Um, so. I realized I must have lost my truth, my not Emac truth, okay. but my I had a prime truth. Okay. That I really liked quite a bit. And I, I must have just left it lost it doing some field work at one point. So I didn't realize that I'd lost because I'd changed over my bag and got I finally got some uh practice bags. Mm-hmm. So I just have, you know, a bunch of bags. I was like, oh, it's probably just in one of the practice bags. Finally went looking for it. I couldn't find it. Oh, no. Uh and so I was bummed. I hate losing. Things. I know, especially with things I like. Like, there's discs that I could lose, and I'm like, eh, that's. Fine. You wouldn't even care. Yeah, that's totally you only, fine. You only lose the good ones. Yeah, I do. Um, but that one actually may have walked away with somebody that was at the field with me that I let borrow. Mm. Probably not. But, Probably mm. not. But they liked it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, it wasn't intentional. Yeah. No, it's. But uh, so, I'm you know wanting a disc that I don't have. Uh, also realizing that I like G star plastic and I, I have my G star strike that I like quite a bit, and, but I also like throwing my boss. So I thought, Oh, maybe I'll try a G star boss. So I thought, Hey, there's some discs that I want to get. Um, I know <laughs> I'm going to go to infinite discs.com and I'm going to use promo code pro am DG. Uh, that's capital. Uh, so everything's capitalized except for the R and O pro am DG P R O A M D G. And I got 10% off my entire purchase. Nice. So I got that truth. I got um, the G-Star Boss. And then I also saw that the Getaway had been released because yes. I hadn't been able to find they those. They came out last week, yeah. Yeah. And so I picked up a Getaway. 
uh, and they're already on their way to me because that's how quick Infinite is on their turnaround. I ordered them uh, around like 11 a.m., 11, no, 10.30, I think-ish. This morning? Yeah, and yeah. I already got an email that it might be here boxed tomorrow. and shipped. Yeah, yeah. like it, it may be here tomorrow in a couple of days. But anyway, they're the Amazon of disc golf. Like their selection's amazing. And I got to pick exactly the disc I wanted. Yeah. Like I just was scrolling through and said, oh, that's a really rad-looking color. I'll get that. Mm-hmm. So... Um, so I've got three discs on the way also just because it's a kind of a cool thing that they do. Uh, and I like just trying new plastic. They have an add a mystery disc thing. Oh yeah. So I did that. I think it was 12 or $13. Okay. Um, I don't think the discount works on that. Okay. Um, and then they have it add like a mystery swag box for eight bucks. So I threw those in as well and I'll report back on that when I get it. But, uh, if you guys have ordered anything with our promo code or plan on ordering or are going to order anything with a promo code, ProAMDG at, I don't know, not at anything, just ProAMDG <laughs> at Infinite Discs and uh, save 10%. Uh, post it on Instagram, Facebook, post it on our page. Just do a mail call with what you got with our code. That would be, I, I'm, I'm super curious to see what people are getting. And I like mail calls. I like seeing people's yeah. new plastic. So <sighs> that's, uh, I think that's all I had for this week. Um, yeah, I mean, the only other thing I would say is that at sea level, if you need more overstable than normal enforcers, lucid X enforcers. Oh, they are very, very tempeh for those of you who don't know. That's vegan beefy. Yes. I don't, I don't eat animals, so I don't say beefy. I say tempeh and yeah, they are very, very strong. This one has Zach Milton's face on it. Is that what, uh, Eric's signature? No. Is that the enforcer that he Eric used? has the felon. Felon, okay. Lucid X felon, which if you're a felon thrower, the Lucid X is not quite like a proto, but very close. So it's a very, very good run of felon. They are kind of hard to find, the Oakley ones, but they are very good. I've got one that I bought to support him, and I like it. I'll keep it, but I, I definitely don't bag it because it's not the disc for me. It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a strong run of felon. But yeah, check out all the Lucid X stuff. They're the... I think DD and Latitude touring teams all have a Lucidex signature disc now. So if you like any of the molds or if you like any of those touring players, grab one. It does help them out. Keeps them on the road. Keeps them doing what they love and what you like. So check them out. I like all the ones I've thrown. Yeah. I That's the only one I've thrown is a Lucidex. And that's a blend of plastics, right? It's, Lucid and I don't know else. what it is. It's a weird Lucid blend. Yeah. I don't know what they did to it, but they know. all come out over stable. So. There we go. Yeah, or if you like them old and you want like a little bit more overstable version, try the Lucid X because it's probably that. Yeah, that's true. Like if you're waiting for, mm-hmm. a, uh, I don't know, a well, Felon Pro. Yeah, Lucid X Felon. Yeah. yeah. Or if you like the Criminal Flight but not the Feel, Lucid X Felon. Or if you like Emac Feel better than Verdict or Fuji, Lucid X Emac. Oh, do they make Lucid X Emacs? Yeah, uh, Eric sold them, McCabe sold them at GBO. So I don't know. I think they're only... I'm sure they sold out. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. I think there are 200. I don't know. And that's with that stamp. They might run more. I'm not sure. But I th- I bought one and I threw it. And it's pretty much like a Half-Life Verdict or Half-Life Fuji. They're pretty overstable. Yeah. So. That would be kind of a nice thing to have in your bag. Yeah. I agree. All right. I like the Emacs. Um well, thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, write into us, uh, proamdiscgolf at gmail.com. We like Facebook. emails. Facebook.com slash proamdiscgolf. Uh, Instagram. Yep, Instagram's going. Yep. Giveaway uh, soon. Uh, yes, very, very soon. In fact, uh, that may actually have been announced before 
you actually get this episode. But um, yeah, and uh, we're going to be doing some more giveaways soon. So if you guys have ideas that you'd think would be kind of fun for that or games or anything, uh, any kind of help with the show, we're happy to, to accept. Yeah, so, write it in. We like hearing from you. Yeah, no, it's so fun. Like I, we got just a thank you note the other day on our Facebook group. It was like just fantastic. I shared that with my wife and she's like, Oh, that's really nice. So yeah, yeah. I think it's cool that we've kind of got a little community going. So yeah, I agree. Check out the Insta though. Giveaway happening. Yes. And the giveaway will be on Instagram. Yeah. So subscribe to us via Instagram. Uh, and you don't, cause the prize is pretty dang good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't want you, I, you really do not want to miss this prize. Uh, a little hint, uh, you might be able to, to, get a little bit more out of this prize if you use a certain code. So, <laughs> uh, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, share the show, tell uh, a friend, tell a friend, trick that friend. Even if they don't like disc golf, just say, Oh, this is a really good show about whatever they're into true crime. <laughs> say it's about true crime. It's a really good show about true crime and just make up like a really interesting, like bizarre crime that we're doing a deep dive investigation on. And, uh, you know, then we'll get about, 13 million listeners for a week and then it'll drop right back down to where we are. So. Ah. Oh man. Are there any disc golf like crimes that we could delve into? I mean, I'm sure there's, I know there's a lot of disc golf crimes, but I'm more talking about things beyond just a phallus drawn yeah. on a T sign. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm not, I don't know. Yeah. Well, it- the discharger murders. Yeah. You know. Don't, yeah <laughs> that might be us yeah right. <laughs> thanks for listening guys uh until next time keep throwing plastic cheers, cheers.